Hello and welcome everyone to Wolford Weekly's 2019 year review. Yeah, we're going to look back and have a look at what we liked, maybe didn't like, and what we tolerated from 2019. Mm. I mean, 2019 can be labelled as the year of short returns. Yes, very much. Small impact for small goals, but hopefully for the greater good at the Mm. end. Because there's loads of returns this year. Mm. Mary, Lofty, Sean, Bianca, Lee, like all these... Robbie's son. Yes, Nita. (laughs) Nita, Robbie's... Uh, Terry Bates' wife. wife. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah Terry Bian- Bates. <laughs> Bianca and Sean, they were probably two names we never thought we'd see again mm. in EastEnders. And Kate Oates managed to do it. Lisa. Lisa, yeah, she's come back. Don't forget about Lisa either. So, yeah, lots of short returns for their individual storylines was, like, going throughout the year, basically. But um, we're going to be getting at the beginning of the year. We are. But before we go any further, just to let you guys know that we're going to do the review of the year. Then we're going to read out some of your favourite moments of 2019 on our Twitter and mm-hmm. our Facebook group. And then at the end, we're going to <laughs> shamefully put our heads in our hand and read each other's predictions of what we thought was going to happen oh, yes. in 2019. Yeah, we wrote them last year mm. at the beginning of last year. When we did our review no, of 2018. No, the end of 2018, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was on the show. We said at the end of uh, the show of the 2018 review of the year, we were going to write our predictions. That's right. And open them up They've been now. sealed away. They have. They've been in a special drawer mm. next to you, haven't they? And you... <laughs> so we don't know what we've... We don't know what each other's written, but also nope. I can't really remember what I, I have I've written. I've completely forgotten. I've, th- I've got a funny feeling I did something about Max Branning, because I was a bit obsessed with Max Branning, having <laughs> <laughs> like a storyline in 2019. Okay. So, uh, I yeah. think one of mine is right, but I can't remember if I wrote it down. But we will see at the end of the um, show. So we're going to begin at the beginning of the year, where Ray has just been killed, so Mel's we, husband. Yep, so we're doing January to March. Mm. And uh, the big big story was right at the beginning when Ray basically got stood up, or almost got stood up at his wedding, when Mel found out that he was a bigamist. Oh yes, that's right. And she slapped both the wives, and yep. she was strangled by him, and they went to the forest, and Hunter had <laughs> shot him. Yeah, and um, after a really cool scene, wasn't it? It was like uh, he came back from the dead and like he kept, grabbed her. Yeah, he kept waking up, didn't he? Every time she thought he was dead, he'd come back to life again. Mm. And um, this is the beginning of the end of Hunter. This was because he'd obviously shot Ray, protecting mm. his mum. Mm. And this is where Mel's sort of obsession with her son began, I guess. And obviously, we know how it ended. Well, she always loved her son, didn't she? Yeah. But she wanted to protect her son. But Jack Branning got in the way, didn't he? Oh, yeah. This is before he was a policeman. Yeah. Yes, yes. He still had his friends in the police force, mm. but he was also a grass. And so <laughs> he basically got them, well, got Hunter arrested and taken to jail. Because mm, he was going to like escape the country or whatever. But um, yeah. Jack phoned him in put a and, spanner in the works yeah and that's where mel's like plan of wanting to screw over anyone in the square who has money basically and mm. it started with jack and ian and eventually moved on to sharon because mm. for a short time we thought there might be a story also with um with mel and gray mm. because um when we first discovered that gray was a solicitor mel's ears pricked up and she was just all of a sudden best friends with gray and kept asking him for advice about getting hunter out of jail yeah um, and so we we suspected there was gonna be a story between them two but nothing really came no that, did it, it kind of just disappeared but yeah Chantal and gray arrived at the beginning of the year as well yeah uh, we had one of the best episodes of the year, which was the anniversary episode, which was Dr. Legg's funeral. Yep, yeah, brilliant episode. Which, um, short returns, you know, Punk Mary was back, Baby Annie. Baby Annie, again, we were sure she was going to become a main character. She was part of the police force. She was a detective. We I thought, know. oh, yeah, we can... She'd turn up somewhere. Yeah, and we, when we did say in, on the show, I remember we said, we really need a detective on the show. And so they blooming re-employed Jack as a detective. Mm. It's like, no, we wanted Mary. <laughs> Mary's daughter. Maybe Jack will meet her in 
the police force and they'll get together. Yeah, oh yeah, perhaps that's a story that's Or coming. she'll be like Callum's best friend. Maybe. Hang on, calm down. This is for my 2020 predictions. <laughs> oh, I need yeah, to write these true. down. So, I mean, obviously the Doctor Leg episode was quite special. Mm, it was lovely seeing Lofty back. And it was lovely that Lofty was able to uh, have this friendship with Sharon almost instantaneously again. And he gave her a check to give to Michelle. Because yeah, he knocked on her door, didn't she? Yeah. She was like... Lofty, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he he asked about Michelle, but Sharon was like, no. But it was really sweet that he still cared about Michelle and Vicky, and he mm. wanted, you know, he gave him some money to kind of just pass on. And it was, I don't, we don't know if Sharon did pass on that money. No, she gave it to Mel probably. <laughs> she probably kept it for herself in case the, you know, the emergency with Phil came up. Yeah, but um, yeah, because he he said to Martin, "Oh, you probably didn't know, but I I've always seen Vicky as my own daughter." Mm. So that's really sweet to think mm. all these years. He's all. He's still thought about Vicky. Still pining for the, yeah. that relationship he had with Michelle. So bless him. But he's doing all right. He's got a chain of pubs. Yep, loads of money. He's got loads of money. Mary sorted herself out. She thanks Dot. Oh, that was a lovely scene at the pub at the mm. Vic. Yeah, it was just it was just a nice time. Doctor Leg got some. Doctor Leg was dead. I was but... gonna say what a nice time for Doctor Leg. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite a hard time for him. It was a nice episode, and they, they we had two Julius themes in a row. Mm, rarity nowadays. Yeah. So what more could you ask for? But I mean, it, that was one of my favorite episodes of like the whole year. That one. Oh, I totally, yeah. I I did enjoy it. Of um, it was a it was a great great episode episode and um something to to relish if you can mm. find it again. And the same episode was when Habiba and Ikra first arrived, where they were from like the tube station and they were trying to work their way around Wolford. And mm, for me, it wasn't memorable. No, Not the they Habiba picked up Ikra like beginning. that necklace. Which was Dr. Legs or something, wasn't it? Oh, and they that's kept right. For like luck. For luck, yeah. But yeah, that's their first introduction. Oh yeah, I forget that they were introduced during Dr. Legs' funeral. Mm. Again, overshadowed. That's pretty much their uh, story, isn't it? Overshadowed by something more important. Mm. And also in the beginning few months, we had the beginning of the Jean cancer storyline where she was getting pains and symptoms of mm. everything and it all got confirmed. But yeah, that's been running through the whole year as well. Yeah, they've really committed to that story. Um, and obviously later, in fact, not too far away in, in the following months of April, May and June, mm-hmm. Jean got her wish and finally got to see her son one more time. That's right, because she had like, it was, was it Shirley's idea to write like a bucket list? And that's where we got the O2 Oh yeah, the bad audio dub. <laughs> Which was on the trailers and adverts, it looked amazing, but then it kind of was just a bit weird when it was on the show. It was ruined mainly because of that audio sound mm. missing, and they obviously there was obviously a problem with production. And um, when she was at the top of the O2, that she had to read up all of her lines. <laughs> I mean, a wonderful job. Yeah, she did a good job at it. To yeah, be fair, but there's, it's impossible to make it sound mm. real. Without yeah, it sounded really out of place, mm. which ruined it a little bit, which was a shame. But yeah, we got the return of Sean, which, you know, everyone had pretty much written that off to never happen. Yeah. Um, but he did it and he's been really positive about the show since. So good job for getting him on. Well, he was on for a week and he also we also heard the uh, voice of Roxy as well. Yeah, she came that back. was a huge surprise for all of us. So she recorded a special recording. She was mm. credited for it. So mm. she must have done it specifically for the recording. I mean... <laughs> That was, for me, that was the moment of the year, hearing, yeah, it was, yeah, hearing Roxy's voice on a voicemail. It was great. Uh, but Sh- poor Sean, he's been going through, he's torturing himself over the death of Roxy and his, you know, his life ever since he ran away from the square. And mm. Jack and him had that little scrap near the gravestone of Ronnie oh, and Roxy. Oh yeah, but then ended up like friends and yeah. drinking together. They just, they just needed <laughs> a, big, a bit of a punch up just to realise that they weren't so different after mm. all. But I mean, it was it was a good few episodes. It was like to raise awareness for male mental health mm. and all that things. And there were lots of shots of that shotgun and you didn't know what he was going to do to himself 
Because he locked himself like away in that cottage, didn't he? Well, he went with Jean to the cottage because mm. they decided to have a couple of days away from everything. And it was a nice scene. It was almost like his he, his last planned day with Jean. Like he helped her shave her head and they did, um, you know, a lot of activities together. But Jean was always very aware that Sean seemed to be one step away from going because he was he took an interest in that shotgun almost immediately. Mm. And then he went missing and Jean knew immediately where he would be. Mother's instinct, you see. It was. But it was a really good storyline. But like most of the returns, it was like its own thing. Mm. Like it was like a mini EastEnders movie. Oh, oh, it was a block, wasn't it? It was just a weak block. And it was the Sean and Jean story, wasn't mm. it, really? You saw the the relationship between Jean and Sean and her trying to help him and him trying to accept Jean back into his life as well. It was a really good story. And it was nice also Stacey was in the mix too. So, mm. it was, you know, it was, that, it was their little collective. It was great. Yeah, I mean, this was the beginning of where they were trying to write up uh, Lacey Turner's maternity leave. So we had that weird story of, like, Kush wanting to get custody of Arthur when he was with Cat in secret. Oh, yeah, like that's right. That really right. rubbish storyline where they were, like, making them all fight against each other, mm. which didn't really... Gave her reason to not want to yeah. hang around. But then it wasn't really linked to that for the reason why... No, in the end, Stacey thank went. God. But, but that was, like, a dark... Well, you say thank God, but it, the reason she did leave was probably <laughs> not much better. <laughs> that's true. I mean, we had Keanu returning in um, April where he was in his dark leather jacket from Spain. Yep. And this was, like, Keanu's dark... Dark Keanu was like around for a bit, wasn't it? Well, this is when he kind of he became a brushed Mitchell. off. Yeah, he brushed off Sharon. He said that what we've done can't be re- you know repeated. We have to forget about it. He became quite friendly with Phil, didn't he? He started yeah. the relationship with Louise around about this time because Sharon this, found out she was pregnant. Which Sharon also found out she was pregnant. Slammed a bottle of wine against the wall because <laughs> she realised she couldn't drink anymore. It wasn't the fact that it was someone else's baby. It was more that she had no alcohol in her system. Mm. But and there was another return as well in this period, which was a brand new fresh faced ben mitchell yes and he hasn't left our screen since he's been in every episode pretty he's much, really, pretty much 90 percent. yeah <laughs> but yeah there was a new recast ben and it, the internet was in up in arms about well, people it. were fuming about it i mean like everything give it time it, it's like a good wine or a cheese it will soon mature and it'll get better <laughs> but his first his first impact on screen was a bit confusing because he was trying to steal all the money from his dad phil but phil had no money it was a very confusing storyline yeah, to begin sense. with. He's, yeah, because mm. he brought Lola with him and he was almost on the edge of being abusive with Lola and forcing her to do this plan where they were going to build Phil up to be this confident, rich man and then he was going to break him down and push Phil right to the bottom and lowest he's ever been. Mm. And Lola was in on the plan to take over the Mitchell Empire and then... But Lola wasn't Did sure. Did that really happen? Well, no, <laughs> no. Well, none of it happened. In fact, it was it flipped on its head. I suppose the story did come to its natural end in a sense because you learned that ben really all he wanted was to be loved and and be part of his dad's you know family he wanted to be he wanted to be embraced mm. by his dad rather than and because he didn't feel like he was he pushed his dad away but then when his dad started to embrace him he then brought him back in again but there was that really strange human trafficking story uh oh, yeah with the containers yeah, louise when, in a container and then yep yeah, they were being chased around by that danny hardcastle and, yeah and never to be seen again or called mags or mugs <laughs> muggles something like that it was very it was a really strange story that was bizarre but the one good story that we got out of ben i suppose is that the um he was able to smell out a queer yes because that was the first time wasn't it mm. yes Oh, Callum. Him and Callum's first interaction with one another mm. and, you know, broke Callum basically the moment he met him. That's right, because Callum was having to go back to the army, so he was having his assessment. He didn't really want to go back. He was struggling. And that's when Ben saw him in the, the park, like mm. hitting his leg with a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> From there, he knew. 
Yeah, that was it. He's um, gay. <laughs> yeah, and then they confronted each other in the Bill House. And it was a real shock and surprise because there was no press releases or anything that this was happening. It, mm. it was. I remember watching it when it first happened and you saw it coming before he said, oh, I smell queer. Like you saw some sort of strange tension between the two and you thought, oh, are they doing this? And then when he said that, it was like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that this is what it is. And when he said it to Callum, Callum didn't say no. No. He sort of just got angry and... Yeah, I do remember that episode airing. Well, he wasn't angry. He was really upset, wasn't he? Mm. He ran out. But yes, yeah, so like you, I, I remember watching that episode and just being... Shook. Shook, yes. Yeah, stunned. Stunned to the place <laughs> I was sat and, and and amazed that this was the story they were they were going mm. with, with uh, Ben, that he was outing someone. And yeah, it was it was a good story as well. It was really good. It's one of the best stories of the year. Mm. Our it, Callum. Our Callum. And it was one of the first Kate Oates-style era stories, I suppose. This was when mm. she kind of started... Changing things Changing up. things up. So John York had stepped down at this point. He'd set things up, ready for Kate Oates to then step forward and take over. And so mm-hmm. this, I suppose, the, the middle part of the year was Kate Oates's year. And as we went, went forward, it was a bit more of a John set year near yeah. the end yeah that's right so like the callum being gay the gene story the gene cancer storyline and um like the new version of shianu i suppose with yeah that's more chaos and that's where john york's all his stuff is gone and now we're really into a new era mm. but i mean yeah um, and then we also had the suicide of Bailey's mum and the mm. young carer situation, which thinking about it now, like that young carer storyline didn't really run as much as maybe I thought it was going to. I wish they'd actually not killed more her mum with so it. quickly. Yeah, because mm. yeah. they could have moved Bailey and her mum into the square and just had the story where you kind of saw the, the difficulties that Bailey was going through and the, the fact that she won't accept help readily, that she yeah. always has to... Because you only saw her like caring for her mum a handful of times from what I can remember. Hmm. so yeah i think that's a it's a bit of a shame they could have bit of a missed opportunity done that a bit longer the one thing i would also say for bailey is that i kind of miss her relationship with keegan as well that's something i'm missing now because they had that really strong bond mm. didn't they and they you see it from time to time now still but you know i'd like to see more with them yeah, well, two she does a recycle now well she recycles and keegan's married with um a sandwich business isn't he so <laughs> that's true <laughs> who would have predicted that uh, well quite um, so we had a really busy summer which is unusual for eastenders but like the summer i feel it's probably better than like the winter that we've just had i think the summer was like amazing it was so much was going on and the show was really busy and mm. this is when there was a real change in like no block storytelling yeah and like all the cast were being used evenly around the summer like there were storylines all over the place and people were crossing paths oh, there was this so, is much where you... so much of them kind of mixing up and being and it was almost like they were experimenting which cast mm. members work well with other cast members and who kind of would be a good story together and they were kind of throwing ideas at the wall and seeing what stuck and yes like you said there, that meant there was lots and lots of stories in the summertime which is very very strange for any because mm, normally it's like really slow it's and the slow period isn't awful it? but yeah. it was like the best period of time mm. just looking at the list you had the pride episode which was amazing that's a great episode where um ben was being beaten by Stuart, and callum was still with whitney but mm. he was he wanted to be out and proud and but he couldn't he cried to the song by m people that's right uh we had the wolf of 10k where we got the first reveal of what gray and Chantel's home life is like behind closed doors yes because terrifyingly he didn't like being made fun of by mitch uh because mitch cheated in the race and so then behind closed doors gray had taken Chantel back and it's the yeah, first time you, you saw, saw the them abuse in their house on their own for mm. the first time since January. So. And this is when Ben basically lost any kind of faith in 
humanity that his favourite character, Grey, oh, no. had become an abusive character <laughs> and that Mitch was right after all. I know. I was sure he was <laughs> going to be a new Arthur Fowler, but how wrong I was. Arthur Fowler? Yeah, he was like an Arthur Fowler type, I was thinking. Well, because like he was a so... nice family man but it was all show was, i know so it was all done very well because all this all this you know him helping out karen and the family was all done just to kind of build him up so that people couldn't couldn't believe that he could be anything other than a nice guy we also had the stuff with adam and habiba which was like this is when it reached its height i feel when they were kissing in the park and billy saw them and ikra knew and it was like this mm. is when that story, that affair storyline was like, oh, this could be interesting. Well, we also learned it was a bit historic, too, that Habiba mm. and Adam always had something between them. Yeah, but she was too young. And, yeah. yeah and... It, was always, it was slightly creepy, but never really looked into properly. Mm. I mean, we always knew we, we knew Adam had something in him because we saw that he was being cruel to Honey right at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. We just thought it may have gone a different direction rather than an affair. But we learned that he has had many affairs. He's, he's, he doesn't stick to one woman. Yeah, they kind of changed him. I think because John, John York introduced Adam, mm. I think he was going for more maybe a domestic abuse with Honey. Yeah. And then Kate Oates was like, no, I'm doing that with Chantal and Grey. So now we need to find something for Honey so he can just be an adulterer. Yeah. So it was it was a bit it was messy throughout the whole year and it was really inconsistent. But around the summertime, I think it was at its most interesting when her people was like sneaking around the flats and mm. Honey was there. And Honey knew about it too. Mm. That's what made it a bit more of an interesting uh, affair storyline where affair storylines is normally that the wife or the girlfriend doesn't know that it's happening. And so only the viewer knows. But we knew Honey knew that there was this going on and she tried her best to try to get Adam back and it was really sad to see Honey kind of just knock herself down in such a way that she had to almost plead for Adam to stay with her Mm. but he gets his comeuppance later in the year (laughs) he does we have another bin storyline we do we We always welcome a bin square on the face for (laughs) Mr Adam Uh, we also had a summer wedding of Callum and Whitney which also introduced the return of Bianca mm. as well and Hunter in the same sort of week. So that was a really good week. Oh goodness, yeah, because it was it was a well that was that was more at the beginning of September, wasn't mm. it? So that was the big week in September where they had the siege week. We'd just like to nod our caps to Coronation Street for stealing that for their Christmas <laughs> special this year. Yeah, not as well done. <laughs> and uh, as you say, the wedding as well, where um, we learned that Callum ran a bit like the Bionic Man. He just went. running everywhere. With his arms knotted straight to his side and just kept running but um it was good because callum had told whitney before the wedding so it wasn't like a thing at the altar mm. like the way they did it was really good and whitney wasn't like shouting or hating him no she understood well, not she understood didn't but... understand but she accepted it mm. for now um it's been a few months since that she's kind of forgiven callum for the situation mm. but um, it was just really handled really well and obviously mm. the, after the wedding was when hunter returned and yeah. mel had been <laughs> doing her home her bruise yeah. her home bruise when she was kind of like fixing him up she that's this is also the uh <laughs> the period when they had the big water tank stunt. Oh, yeah, the fish tank stunt. Yeah. <laughs> yes, when Mel <laughs> stole the drugs. Mel's best stunt of the year. Mm-hmm. She had to have a double for it. <laughs> she didn't want to get her feet wet, and I do not blame her. I feel the same way. No. And that's when Ben was shot. Yes. And he was in Callum's, Callum's arms, arms. And that's everyone. where we also learned that Sonia can basically help anyone as long as she's got a biro. <laughs> mm. 
She can fix you with a biro. But, um, that was a really good week as well. Like, a really mm. strong week um, with Mel. Like a lot of the strong episodes revolve around Mel and Hunter, which is strange. I see. I I I'm not surprised at all because I mm. think Mel and Hunter really were. This was their year, and as I said, I liked the wedding. I loved the siege, and the actor Charlie Winters was a real pleasant surprise when he came back because yeah. he was a bit. He was a he bit. He almost difficult. gave up before, didn't he? But he gave up when he knew he was doing this when he was leaving. A bit like what Keanu did. <laughs> you know yeah. and um and but but when he came back it was almost like he was he he obviously knew he was coming back for this one big storyline and he gave it a hundred percent and you know charlie winter's top notch honestly well done mister yeah, it was well good. done linda was held hostage yes what a year for her I know. linda's really been rattled <laughs> in the cage hasn't she i mean obviously we mentioned bianca's return sean's was like this great big story that he had for himself but mm. bianca was kind of just there like because bianca was there well, she really. was there for cannon fodder really just to kind of fill in a story for whitney in the future mm. um so that's when leo returned and yeah, bianca he was at talk- the wedding yeah and and again we were a bit surprised that we were so quick to learn that leo was tony's son mm. so we knew from the beginning that obviously his plan was to basically woo whitney and basically kind of get her we didn't know what he wanted to do with whitney but there was something sinister that he wanted yeah to do. and he'd been sort of blackmailing bianca and mm. she kind of sorted it all out within two episodes and she was off <laughs> yeah um, and now she just appears on the phone or she sends money every now and then again so yeah that's right that's right if yeah. something if something major happened they give her a call well a bit like keegan and tiff's wedding which mm. uh obviously bianca gave him a call and was like oh hello yeah, yeah Sonya hung up. <laughs> uh, we also had at the end of this time because we're talking about september time now mm. we had this storyline where we forgot to mention it before, but where Rainey took baby Abby and took her to that hotel and had that fake English accent thing, which was a bit fun for a few episodes. Put on a persona and then um, ran away. <laughs> and then we also had Rainey's time where Kathy, Kathy's worst moment of the year, where she was sort of getting Rainey hooked on drugs again because she yeah. injured herself. And it was all a bit... Well, Rainey was already on the verge or had been taking a few drugs by this point. Because mm, she'd hurt a rib and things, and she? Because she choked on something. <laughs> Like a straw at the Hendu or something. and Oh, that's right. Sonia gave her the Heimlich. That's right. And she said that Sonia was a bit too harsh on her. Yeah. So, yeah, she was hooked on just kind of like painkillers. And so Kathy thought, ah, here we go. This is a sign. I'm going to get her to... Because she's... Basically, Kathy didn't want her looking after baby Abby if she was in this kind of situation. Really weird. That baby Abby situation, for two years now, we've just been on these weird storylines. Well, it's just been a fight, hasn't Where it? Everyone who wants baby wants Abby. Baby. I know. The she's best like, baby, apparently. She's, she's like the prize of... She's like the game of... She's like the throne on Game of <laughs> thrones but whoever gets baby abby is the king or yeah. queen of this of the square uh, but we got like a donna ludlow mention which was a surprise by kathy about her first child and how they're quite similar rainy and her so that was nice and we also had the storyline of bex with her suicide mm. and her running away in her university and her again pill addiction <laughs> yeah where she was um doing things but i mean again that was maybe not handled the best it kind of just fizzled into nothing it never came from nothing it, it was always under it was always there bubbling away but after it happened it was then yeah that's what i meant kind of like thrown away yeah. yeah really thrown away which is a real shame because i think you know they dealt with sean's as you said earlier in the year with male su- male suicide and depression and i think they could have given it the same kind of thoughtfulness mm. or, or almost carried it on with the sean story to say like you know we all um have uh, our ups and downs and it's sometimes some people just need that help and comfort and mm. support and because yeah, bex's was like pressure 
led like with her exams and feeling pressure from her mum and dad yeah yeah so it was like another side to it which they kind of she just... felt like she couldn't step up and do what mm. everyone expected of her uh, and in the bill house mm. we had a re- another recast which kate oates loves yes. the recast which uh, bobby bill was back with a new face yep and uh, max chased after him when he first appeared and shouted <laughs> bobby bill and knocked down his door and he was horrible he kicked in the door went mm. into his living room threatened him yep yep bffs now them I two know, that's making the jokes thing, about <laughs> i mean i really love i liked bobby like the second he was on screen i thought he was great Mm. and he has proven to be a really good addition actually as a recast and he had the really interesting storyline where he was converting his religion to muslim from being in prison yeah and like the reaction to his family about again a low, a low point from kathy when she reported um bobby's friend oh, yeah. to the police because she t- she was afraid that he might be a terrorist yeah and it's like oh for goodness sake kathy's had some real lows this year I know. now you now maybe you see why i put her so low on my tier list <laughs> she opened prince albert mm, it doesn't <laughs> outweigh her quite obvious racism she's had this year <laughs> yeah but she's not homophobic on more than one count no but at least she's not homophobic that's the main thing ah <laughs> oh, kathy but though it is, it is an interesting storyline when mm. they announced it i was quite interested in it and they've handled it pretty well mm. i know bobby's been like he has weeks on weeks off we don't really hear from him but i think overall he's been a really good addition mm, i'm excited about bobby actually and um where his direction is going and yeah as you say the actor is good and yeah excited to see what they're going to do with him in the in the in the 2020s mm. so we're going to move on to the fourth quarter of the year now which i would say was probably the worst quarter of the year looking back at it now like really? we had well we had dark martin <laughs> which i don't like which you know we've got leo and whitney like that stalker getting together situation now see the the, the only contention i have with leo and Whitney is the fact that Whitney was so dumb to put all of her life story on social media mm. that it was so obvious that Leo was going to basically learn everything <laughs> and be able to manipulate her so easily from literally what she's been posting. And it's a lesson for us all to learn to, you know, be careful what you tell people. Exactly. But um, at the same time, it's like the Whitney surprise when she found out that Leo was a little bit upset mm. with her. Oh, let's that's just how say. you knew my favourite cocktail. Yeah. And then she, she, the surprise of it is like, oh, and you never guess. He got it from my social media. And it's like, well, yeah, of course he did, because you practically posted everything by your driving license on there. Mm. We had three new arrivals, or four new arrivals, because Ash yep, and her tick. brothers, Painasar brothers, all arrived to mix reviews. Yeah. Where they were kidnapping Lola, they oh. were being mean to Ben. Yeah. They were putting rat droppings in places. So they could start a rat business. They're going to take over the square. Chucking now. out the slaters so that they can have the house, but mm. then someone paid the difference and now they got the house. I mean, the most interesting thing, I suppose, is what we've learned recently, which is that the. Mm, right um, at the end. Yeah, that is that Kurit has a real problem with his sister, Ash, and that the other two brothers are kind of like paying mediators between them. Mm. And like their mum's ill, and there's that whole sort yeah. of situation going on i mean the best part for me mel versus sharon of course i mean that was i i feel that that because it was so good Mm. it like overshadowed the christmas the actual reveal of the affair oh it just it rode it along and it was so good and and it it we first we were a bit unsure that they played their hand a bit too quickly by murdering Mel at the beginning of December, but then we realised that no, because then we can have the detective Phil kind of looking mm. into whether Mel was right about, or Lisa actually was the one who kind of revealed that Sharon's 
was carrying wasn't carrying Phil's baby. But I just love the my favorite bit of that story is the fact that Mel just so easily manipulated Sharon with just this DNA result that she had found or or had ordered uh, mm. from uh, from Sharon's doctor so I mean, easily. I mean, Mel was just someone that like no one could have won against her. Mm. Like even though Sharon has been through so much and she's overcome everything, Mel was a woman who literally had nothing to lose. So there was yeah. nothing that Sharon, no matter what Sharon did, Mel was like, "Well, I'm just going to carry on being this." bitch to mm. you and like she had nothing to lose and the only way i guess of now is looking at it the only way of ending it was for mel to die mm. but i mean that was such a great week oh, when it was so the cool. um louise birthday and sharon's joint birthday and the whole <laughs> car situation and everyone was in e20 mm. and they heard her crash mm. and but sharon phone, yeah but sharon didn't let her die like she risked her life and i'm Buckled her belt and dragged her out. And... Always holding her tummy yeah. when she was doing it just to show that she's She pregnant. tried to save Mel, but Mel... Yeah. We had that, like, moment of shock where she walked in front of a lorry, mm. which it doesn't really make sense if you think about it, but it was so camp with those two characters. Absolutely. That... Suspend your belief just was, for one yeah. moment. It was it was so good, and I feel like that was so good. That Christmas reveal was just, like, nothing could top it. So it kind of... They, they kind of were too good too quickly no you're absolutely right and but it felt right that mel needed to die before christmas so that we can have that slow burn as we went into the christmas episodes mm, that's but, true um, i agree with you 100 percent. the campness of it the over exaggeration of some of the you know the stories as we were going toward the crash it just the car chase was outstanding oh god yeah those but, shots those, those shots those, those moments <laughs> it was just so much fun and so frantic and it just Oh, it just felt like exactly what we wanted. A nice, over-the-top kind of big reveal. I'm still shocked and, like, upset that Mel died. Mm, I'm not going to lie. No. But it's happened and it is what it was. And she had, like, a really good year of storylines, right from January right to December. Oh, so. yeah. Tamsin Alfwaite played a blinder with Mel. And um, I, I don't know if Tamsin listens to the podcast. Probably not. But if she does, <laughs> I'd like to say... Brilliant job, Tamsin, and thank you so much for coming back just to do those scenes. And it is a shame that Mel had died. But I've got there's a small part of me inside that's thinking that when in the future there's the scenes when Sharon dies on screen, <laughs> that she'll see the ghost of Mel sitting on the stairs with yeah. a cigarette <laughs> saying, You're right, darling, I'll look after you. Ella, Peggy and Pat. Yeah, let's not think about Sharon's demise, please. Ooh, I don't know. Uh, we had some happier moments as well towards the end of the year, believe it or not. We had the Tiff and Keegan wedding in scotland which was like a really good there was nothing no drama to it it was just happy and nice road trip and it was a nice throwback from 1991 wasn't yeah, it yeah <laughs> but like seeing the tailors together and keanu with his brother and sister and being a tailor again it was quite nice oh completely even they it was even written uh for one of the characters to say it's so nice to have you keanu you're back to yourself when you're away from those mitchells and yeah. he did he felt like he felt like a nice character yeah, again classic keanu yeah kk classic keanu <laughs> um and then obviously we had honey and adam's bin gate where she finally stood up because mm -hmm. ash like was being a friend to her and noticed her eating disorder and she chucked a suitcase at him she chucked a bin at him <laughs> she didn't need billy or ash or ikra or habiba to do it for her she stood up for herself mm. and did herself so well, was... she didn't need billy for about two weeks and then she was yeah, running well, back to billy yes we won't talk about that mm. um and then i guess the last lot is the christmas and new year storyline where we've got sort of mixed mental health we've got linda's drinking and we've got the keanu murder well yes in, in inverted, inverted commas, commas yes. yes keanu keanu uh, cover-up let's call it <laughs> but for me over christmas the big one for me was the linda drinking story uh, episode mm. i mean yeah. the christmas story was great the christmas episodes were great episodes alongside them were 
fine. But for me, it was the Linda drinking episode. Mm. Fantastic. And, e- and even Linda's part in the Keanu and Martin, like Kelly Bright was carrying mm. all these episodes for Christmas, I find. She was just, yeah, standout star. Absolutely. And um, again, I, I, I don't know what they're going to do with the Carters, but uh, I think that their time in the Vic is uh, very short. Mm-hmm. But there was another return as well with Lee. We can't forget. I forgot about Lee. Oh my goodness, so, I can't believe I forgot so about Lee. Lee had a nice return where he was a nice, nice, sensible guy. And he mm. was he was like there for everyone mm. even shirley smiled he was there for me <laughs> i mean i'm not going to go into graphic detail but let's just say that sometimes oh, when, he, when he was walking away from the camera my eyes wandered <laughs> your eyes wandered all year that was <laughs> the cast of extenders was sexed up this year so i know it's very sexualized mainly by you i have to say <laughs> Shall I read out a few comments on Twitter and our yes. Facebook group? For and then what... we'll do our predictions. Our envelopes are ready. Perfect idea. Okay, so we asked you on Twitter and on our Facebook group for your favourite moments of 2020. And you, as always, did not disappoint, guys. So thank you so much for uh, getting in touch and giving us your views. So first, starting off then with a few comments off Twitter. At JSSL underscore 96 says, My favourite moment of 2019 was when Mel's car crash. It was harrowing and it gave me chills. It was. It was the one and only time this year I accepted background music. Oh, yeah, then, and then they used the kind of dum 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 Yeah, dum, but it was dum, better. Dum. Well done. It was, it's like an ABBA song. What's that ABBA song? Dum 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 dum. Does your mother know? God. No, she doesn't. <laughs> well, she might. <laughs> At Ballon Fan says, The Siege was the moment of the year for me. yeah that was the top moment. As agreed by At H underscore Ashy T, she said, The Wedding Siege and the Callum and Whitney uh, moment. Moment of the year was when we found out Callum was gay, as it was definitely the biggest shock, as I wasn't expecting it, and it was the start of the hashtag Ballum love story, and that was from Courtney Mitchell. Oh, yeah. A lot of fans were born that day. There was a yes, and they all came to Twitter <laughs> to say hello. At Elves36 said, Mel getting hit by the lorry has got to be the contender for the moment of the year. Don't know if anyone else saw it coming, but I definitely did not. I mean, I had that feel, that same feeling I had with Abby Branning's death, where I didn't know it was happening, but I knew it was happening. I had the same feelings inside about Mel, but it was still really well done. If a little bit horror filmy, but like I said, I liked it. I liked the camp. All Mel's moments were quite camp, like the running around the forest when he's chasing mm. with the gun and the the car chase. I mean, maybe Mel just equates campness for the show, which is another reason why we'll miss her so much. Yeah, that's true. On our Facebook group, uh, which you can join by just searching Morford Weekly and then clicking to join us. It's a really good community, so do join in. Emma Ray said, Linda, hands down, had one of the f- my favourite all-time episodes in the history of the show ever, ever. Oh, that must be the New Year's Eve party one then. Yeah. It was so, It was really, really good. It was a great episode. It really, it's at the very last episode of the year as well. It's, mm-hmm. it's quite, quite a little task to have that. And finally, James Reed said, again, the wedding and siege week was a complete triumph. It felt like a return to classic EastEnders with a fantastic ensemble cast at the centre. So I think, hands down, the winner was the wedding siege. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, very good week, followed by the car crash. Oh, yes. Right, so are you ready to open up these envelopes? I am. Who's going to go first? Are you going to read mine first or yes, shall I, I read? open yours? Oh, okay, go on then. Yeah, I've got it in my hands. I'll put it up to the microphone so you can hear it. Oh. We do promise there's a photo online. These are sealed This is from absolutely last year. genuine. 
Um, and we are worried about what... Um... Yeah, what I've written. <laughs> but these, genuinely, we wrote this at the beginning of last year, after we recorded our mm. review of the year. And... Basically, once Kate Oates had been announced is when we yeah. decided. Oh, yellow paper. Oh, yeah, I remember my book. That's old. I know, I remember when I bought that notebook. Oh, God, you got loads. Oh, I don't think I've got? written as much Did as I, you. How many You've got, like, full paragraphs. Oh, okay, well, read it out loud. Right, so number one. Ben Mitchell will buy and create the gay nightclub. <gasps> he will open with a Lady Gaga night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that far off. I mean, part, I mean, yeah, Ben Mitchell's back, one. Yeah. So um, that's correct. And there is a gay nightclub being open, which By is the Prince Kathy, Albert. who's her, his mother. Yeah. No yeah. Lady Gaga night, though. Well, that's fine. Can I have half a point for that? Yeah, I think so. Thank you. Right, number two. The bills will be built up. Ooh, Peter Bill will return with a new face. I... No, that, no, no, no. That's not till 2020. Oh. You're, you're a year ahead of yourself. But that's that could have been quite something. A new Kate scene, my And start a relationship with Lola Pierce. I wonder what made me think that. <laughs> How did you know that Lola was coming back? That's odd. You've predicted Ben and Lola now. I th- weren't they announced? Oh, were they? Oh, okay, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm getting half a point for the gay club thing. So. Yeah, okay. You said possibly jealousy storyline of Jay, question mark. Hey! So I knew that Jay... So <laughs> her and Jay get together, so that's... Yeah, half a point? Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent, I'm on one. Um, Adam the dentist uh-huh. will not be forgotten. However, he is discovered as being somehow entailed... entailed. Somehow entailed with Habiba or Ikra in oh. the past. <gasps> <laughs> Perhaps slept together when they were younger and Billy tries to blackmail him and use it against him. Oh, that was a better story. I should have done that. Oh, no, Billy did try to blackmail him. He did, yeah, he did find out. Because he saw them kissing. I'm getting... Will you tell me? What do I get for that? Yeah, yeah, points, yeah. A point. Brilliant. Hmm, This is very accurate. It's a bit odd, isn't it? Well, see, I told you. Anyone (laughs) listening from EastEnders... Don't get too cocky yet. Number four, (laughs) Jack Branning. I knew Branning was there. (laughs) Dies in a horrendous... horrendous accident while trying to save Amy and Ricky from a crazy drugged up Rainy or Ingrid bonus point if it's Ingrid <laughs> <laughs> so that didn't happen I mean Rainy didn't really get that drugged out up, of did she? control no. and Jack doesn't die Amy and Ricky weren't in danger this year well, Sean took Amy from a school and they all thought that she still tried to drive them out run them over oh, so true but it wasn't drug fueled no you don't get any points for that fair enough right your last one yours are a lot more detailed than mine mine's like Two words, I think. Oh, really? Well, next time you know. Yeah, I know. All right. Number five. This will be Dot's last full year and the seeds will be sown for her final scenes, which will be the 35th anniversary in 2020. That's a bit of a cheat there. Well, they say it because I'm going into 2020 as well. Mm. Um, But then there's still no points because I don't think there's any signs of her leaving, is there? I I wouldn't put it past her leaving on the 35th anniversary, but that's 2020, not 2019. I can't get points for that then, I guess. No, so... Two. But still, three of them were like yeah, pretty almost two. Two were halfway there, and one was spot on, mm. almost a hundred percent. Okay. Oh, what I'll do is I'll post that on our Twitter when the episode comes out, so you can uh, have a look at the beautiful yellow paper. Well, I've got your envelope here. Mm. I'm looking forward to reading mine. Won't now. go for very long. Oh, okay. Well, they're only like one sentence, I think. All right. Well, next time you know, I kept it brief so I could get more points. I'm gonna, yeah. Well, kept, so kept it vague is your wording. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Oh, yours is typed. Oh. Beautiful. So, 2019 predictions. Number one, a shock death. Halfway will be killed by Stuart, ending his storyline. Also, Whitney will be pregnant. <laughs> None of that I happened. remember. I remember why I wrote that, because there was an episode after the Mel and Ray wedding, mm. and Whitney and... 
Callum kissed outside their new house and there was like a big crane shot of them and it was all like lovey 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 and I thought they're doing this because they're going to kill him they're going to kill her up because Whitney can't be happy ever no so and I suppose because we don't even know we're halfway or Callum was gay at that point no he didn't even know (laughs) nor did the actor or the writers (laughs) number two surprise return of a character we haven't seen in years will appear in last quarter of the year for a Christmas storyline Lisa Lee Lee you put down Janine or Grant Neither of those. I'm no. surprised by Grant, because you always say to yeah, me, Grant will never come back. Probably because of the Shiani thing, I thought, maybe. Okay. You were right with... I would give you half a point for that. Yeah. Because, yeah. You, and, he was back. And there was, there was characters And throughout. Sean was back, and Bianca. That's what I mean. So. Yeah, half a point, Ben. Half a point. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Number three. Stacey will be in a new relationship by the end of 2019, <laughs> but won't be with Max... That's happened. Yeah, she's with Jum- whatever her name is, Jermaine. 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 Jermaine from the school yeah. gates. You get full point for that, as far as I'm concerned. It won't be Max. And it was, and it wasn't Max. No. Max is having a polygamous relationship. <laughs> I can't even say it. Are you ready for number four? Yes. The Shianu affair oh, will be revealed by Louise, <laughs> oh. which technically it was. Yeah, she worked out first with a PT training. With something Dennis has captured on a device. So you think it was his drone? <laughs> yeah, I was at the time. <laughs> I knew I'd written that, but that, that didn't happen. But Louise worked it out. I was going to say, I'll give you she half She worked out of the personal training, didn't she? she Which well, she, she was forced to listen to it by Sharon. <laughs> it's so horrible, that scene. It's still, I, I think that's Sharon's lowest moment of mm-hmm. the year when she made Louise listen to that and say, oh, it's all personal training. <laughs> uh, number five, surprise exit for either Kim. There was an mm, exit for Kim. Yeah. Denise or Patrick, one or all of them will leave the soap. So Kim. Kim. So you thought that basically the Trumans were leaving. One of them. But mm. I wanted Kim to leave. <laughs> yeah. But Kim, is, Kim has left. So She's get... not left, but she has kind of. But there was an exit. It was not a surprise, but it was an exit. Mm. I'll give you a point for that. Good. So that means you got you got three. Did I only do four, did I? You got no you did five. Oh. <laughs> that was all five. Oh, was it? Yeah, you need to be more a bit more detailed next time, like no, me. That's not too bad though. I predicted Kim leaving. Who could have predicted that? No, that's true. But then I predicted a gay club opening. That's true. Ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. Didn't predict the name, though. No, the Albert. I must admit, when they announced the name as the Albert, I was really impressed at the time as well. I thought, well, that was clever. Um, so you Didn't do too bad, then, no. either of us. No, technically you've won that with three out of five, and I got two out of five. But so yours were okay. more detailed. Mine were, but... You um... did kind of get three, though, the first three. Yeah, yeah, but two of mine were only half right. I'm pleased with my two. Oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. of Peter Bill. Mm. Too mm. early, you see. It's Ingrid, you see. Ingrid lost me that point. I could have got a bonus point with that. <laughs> but it's impressive you predicted Peter Bill with a new face, not Bobby Bill. You got them the wrong way around. Yeah, if only I said Bobby. I might. I, well, I won't say... The predictions are already screwing through my head. I know. We'll write five more down ready for our next year review. A- absolutely. So join us next year. <laughs> join us in January 2021 for our end of year review. Mm-hmm. And also uh, whether our five predictions are... Almost just as accurate, or better still. Mm. How exciting. So there you go. I mean, you have to rate the year as well. Do you um, want me to go first? You can't remember the rating Do we do it system? by grade? Yes. Okay, you go first. I'm going to give it a strong B+. Plus. All right. To be Last on... year, I gave it like a D-. minus. <laughs> but there's still work to be done. Mm-hmm. But the work that has been done has been quite substantial. Hmm. Okay. It's just the last quarter of the years brought it down from an A. Really? You think the last quarter was the one that brought yeah, it down? Yeah, I didn't like it. That surprises me. I'm inclined, and this sounds like I'm sitting on the fence a little bit, but I am inclined to agree with you. I think it was a B plus. Mm. If I was if I was being overly generous, I, w- I could lean toward an A minus mm. or a B plus plus, if there's such a thing. No. 
But no, I, I'm going to say B. I'm going to stick with you and say B plus. I think last I think year I gave fair. it a C or a B. I think I may have given it a B minus. I think it was quite low last year. Yeah, it was it? a C. So I think it was a C I gave it. So yeah, B plus. As, as, as like as you say, there's room for improvement. Maybe less of the sound effects, but but I quite like the music in the background. Yeah, it's fine to be experimental. Yeah, have a bit of fun. See what works and stick with it. Some of the cast needs to be lowered. There's too many now. There's a lot of cast. Mm. And just a few of the most extreme storylines need to be like just taken down a bit. Okay. I've not got a problem with the cast or the storylines. I quite like a bit of extreme extremity in my story. What can they do next year to improve it to an A then for you? I'm not going to tell you because that's my prediction <laughs> for the year. Right. Well, I'll wait. Yes. Until yes. 2021. And see if, see if my predictions are the improvements that they've done. I mean, for me, I just want them to keep going the way they're going. Keep going the direction they're going. Improving. Yeah. And don't add a fifth episode to the week. No. Because that will just bring the standard back down That'd again. be a prediction. <laughs> yeah, probably would be. Well, there you go. So that was the review of 2019. Mm-hmm. Interesting to know what everyone else thinks and what you would grade it. So let us know. Yeah, get in touch. You can find all our details on our website, wolfordweekly.com. And that's got our links to Twitter, Facebook, our email address and our Instagram account. And don't forget, you can also find videos that we produce on our YouTube as well. So we will see you again next year for a review of the year. Toodle pip.